Welcome to season two of More and More. This is your host, Hampton, with producer King Caleb. Uh, today, we talked about the nature of truth, William Faulkner, and all of the words that can start with K. Um, is it recording? Yep. Oh. All right. That's cool. Um, how did we start these? I forgot. Did I just say hey? Um, Typically? I think it'd be cool if we just started talking, or like you just started talking, like without even an intro. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. I think so. Um, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> I, don't, this I don't know. Is, this happens every time, Shelby, by the way. Every time we press record and I just like, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't um, know. We never know. Like, listen, it's obviously edited. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Caleb. Shout out to Caleb. Um, yeah, so I guess welcome back is probably the best um, way to start. I mean, we haven't been... We haven't had a podcast in months, three months, four Since months? June, maybe early July. June, early July. It's been a, let's start there. It's been like a crazy summer. Um, Caleb, what does summer look like for you? Dude, producer Caleb, King Caleb, I like to call him. King. King. Uh, is going to make me. more appearances in this thing. Um, how was your summer? What, what, you were busy, so I couldn't record because I don't know how to do anything except plug the mic in. So. <laughs> uh, my summer was awesome. I was out. In the uh, great state of Missouri. Missouri. Uh, Missouri. Misery. Yep, something like that. <laughs> and um, working at a summer camp out there, uh, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, just the work that God's doing out in Missouri at Canica uh, Camps. Canica um, Camps. Canica Camps. Shameless um, plug. Yep, with a K. So uh, if you ever hear of Camp with a K, that's me. <laughs> um, Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just an incredible place. Christian sports camp. Been there for three summers. This is my third. Um, it was just very different. So uh, the last two, I've been working mainly with middle schoolers, and this summer worked a lot with college students. Yeah. And and you uh, liked that more? It was yeah, a lot better. Dude, no offense to any middle school listeners that we have. I know we probably have hundreds at this point, but can't stand middle schoolers, man. Yeah, we're a pro middle school podcast, but. Uh, we can edit that out, yeah. I guess, that I don't like middle schoolers, but yeah. I really don't. But uh, they're um, not the best. So you work with college students. What was that like? Uh, it was cool. It was. It felt weird just because um, I'm also in college, so it felt it was like I was leading from the front. Yeah, like I was in an authority position over a lot of them, and uh, it was a learning curve on like how to lead college students well and lead um, in a way that's like respectful of them, but also yeah. in a way that like shows them that. Like, I have a leadership role. Yeah. Uh, and so it's really cool. So a lot of them, they're from all over the country, um, right. just in different areas of their faith. Yeah. Uh, and so it was just, it was different. Yeah. Very different. But it was cool being able to lead them and um, help them walk through what faith in college looks like. Yeah. Well, that is the point of this podcast, so that's a good segue. This summer was wild at Shannon as well. We I was in Africa for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I got sick. Where was I before that? I think I was in D.C. on vacation. Um, and so podcast was like the last thing on my mind. I don't know if you've ever been to D.C., but it's like a swamp. And that's mm-hmm. not a political joke. It's yeah. like 900 degrees and just miserable. I think I lost like eight pounds while I was there. Um, and so podcasts have been uh, not really at the forefront of what we were doing. Summer was busy. Uh, we were doing a lot of just equipping leaders, a lot of mission stuff. And so we're 
happy to be back at it. Anybody who's listening, if you tuned in last year, we're calling it last season. That was season one. Yep. It was a great season one. We had a lot of guests. There were some of just me talking. This year, I want to give you guys a snapshot of what we're going to be doing. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but we're going to do less talking to college students, although we love college students, and this is a podcast to equip uh, college students. We're going to talk to some experts in the fields that we want to talk about, um, and that's just because we want to elevate discussion um, and equip college students at the highest level. There will be some, hopefully, some more highlighted disagreement. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm going to try to keep myself uh, sharp to do that. So we're going to talk about everything from sex trafficking to gun control and gun rights. We're going to talk about how to read the Bible. We're going to talk about money. Uh, we're going to hope to talk about feminism and what Christian feminism uh, is, if it's even possible. Uh, we're not, not to be outdone. We're going to talk about manhood. We're going to do a lot of cool stuff. And so I just want you guys to know that we have some stuff coming down the pipe. So keep listening. Keep tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you. And I'll, as always, follow us on social media. Our social media is at the More and More Podcast. Is that right? Instagram? Does that sound right? Yes. I think it's at More and More Podcast. I don't think it's the Whatever more. it is. Just Google us. Search us. I don't even know. Uh, but definitely follow uh, Shelby Beckler, if you hear the camera snapping in the background, that's Shelby taking pictures. She is crushing the social media game. And so you want to uh, tune in so you can ask questions, so you can uh, be featured on the podcast. We may even give away like a t-shirt. Uh, not a more and more t-shirt, just one of the t-shirts that I own uh, that I no longer use. We'll give it away as a prize. <laughs> I'm just kidding, obviously. Um, so yeah, that's basically, uh, what else do we have? Is there anything else on the schedule that we're going to talk about? <laughs> Um, Contradictions in the Bible. We're going to highlight right. some of those. What else? Uh, I think we're just going to give some people tips. Um, safety tips? Safety tips. Uh, <laughs> maybe how to use their car better. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Just practical life tips. We're here for you. Yeah, so, we, we live to serve. First yeah. tip, don't eat paint. Uh, it's it's not good for you. Um, <laughs> <You're kidding. laughs> yeah. This podcast is unraveling uh, quickly. So... Um, yeah, so today, really quick, I wanted to jump into some some stuff. Caleb, what's our time at? Our time is at uh, six minutes. Oh, well, I have plenty of time to talk yeah. about anything that I want to talk about. Uh, we're going to try and go for a two, three hours of podcast. Oh, nice, so, nice. I don't Christian know Joe Rogan is what I've been yeah. told. So, um, Hey, I wanted to talk a little bit today. <laughs> Man, we got to work on our transitions. Um, I want to talk a little bit today about this uh, Trump stuff that's going on with the Ukraine and especially... Uh, with Iran as well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, impeachment talks as always, but right now especially, are ramping up around uh, President Trump. And there's now 145 Democrats that have signed a petition in the House to impeach Trump, uh, or at least start an impeachment investigation based on this talks that he had with the Ukraine. The situation basically is that he had a secret talk with uh, the president, I guess he's the president, maybe the prime minister, whatever it is, of Ukraine, and uh, there's some, basically, it's being claimed that he uh, was using the president of Ukraine and their resources to dig up dirt on uh, Joe Biden, and Joe Biden's son especially. Uh, it's kind of a dirty political tactic, and, and if he used any resources, American resources, uh, it's illegal because it's taxpayer money. Uh, what has started as this impeachment campaign, and then you add in the Iran stuff where um, Trump is now, we're basically in like a silent uh, mini Cold War with Iran, trying to figure out how do we uh, pressure them into uh, getting rid of some of their nuclear capabilities. And so 
we've got some, some problems, some big stuff in America, as always. Um, what I want to talk about based on that stuff, based on those situations, is uh, first, why America is so divided on this guy, Donald Trump, uh, if I can be so bold. Why America is so divided politically, and then uh, talk about language outside of that. Because basically, uh, it's my opinion, I've talked about this before, that we're using like a different scorecard, basically, and nobody is really having conversations. So in talking through division, um, my position, just so everyone is very clear, uh, because I'm a, I'm a college pastor, and I, I try not to take political stances too much. Sometimes I do. Uh, I will not on this podcast as much as possible. But the position is this. We are ultimately divided, first and foremost, because we have forgotten... Um, or lost the ability to find truth in any situation. And so what do I mean by that? Now, as a Christian, I think the ultimate truth is found in Jesus um, and his role as our Savior, and in God the Father, and his role as our provider, and in the Spirit, as his role as our comforter. All of that is true. But ultimately, like, we just no longer are able to find truth in any realm. Forget, like, theism, forget Christianity. We can't find truth at all. Caleb, does that make sense to you? Yeah, so I think my question to you would be, uh, if truth is the issue and everyone read the Bible, would everyone agree? That's a great question. So we're going to get into that at later yeah. podcast, but it's a good question for this. Like, ultimately, we, we as Christians believe that the Bible is the, the ultimate source of truth. And like, I encourage anybody who's listening, like, if you're, not, if you're a Christian who's not reading the Bible reg- regularly, you're robbing yourself of like, the standard of truth. But to answer your question more pointedly, if everyone read the Bible Ultimately, no, we wouldn't come up with the same conclusions. In fact, that happens all the time. That's why we have denominations. That's why we have these like weird spiritual people. And I just made the quotations as though we anybody can see those. But these weird spiritual, like spiritualist people who um, read the Bible and come to their own conclusions. I think the problem is is that we not only do not do we not evaluate the Bible as a set of truth claims and just take the Bible at face value. Uh, but we read our own versions of the truth. And so the problem to me is, is more pervasive than we just don't read the Bible. The problem is even deeper in that we don't know how to read the Bible because we, we don't know how to read truth. We don't know truth when it is confronted uh, or when we confront it. And so in this, in this Trump stuff specifically, like this is, first of all, anybody who's shocked by the Trump stuff at this point, like, I love you, but you got you to gotta <laughs> jump on board with life at this point. It's 2019. It's a rough, rough time. Uh, and this, is, this didn't start in 2016. This started, like, there's been mudslinging. I read an article the other day about mudslinging, like the act of, like, yeah. like rudely confronting your political opponent. And Thomas Jefferson, like, is, is the root of, of most of it, according to this article. And so, like, this has been going on for a long, long time. We just have more access to mudslinging. Yeah. And so when people are talking about this Trump stuff, the problem is, so we've got 145 Democrats that want to start an impeachment investigation, and we have no idea what the actual substance of this meeting with the guy from Ukraine is. We don't have the report. We don't have, we really don't have anything uh, to convict him and I'm and like to, to impeach him. And I'm not saying that it's, he's unimpeachable, um, but it's like we, we don't even care about the truth at this point. We care about getting Trump, um, which by the way, if we get Trump, we get Mike Pence behind him. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are like impeach Trump, we get a smarter, <laughs> wiser more Republican. More Republican, Republican <laughs> yeah. behind Donald Trump and Mike Pence. And so I don't know if that's the best case scenario for Democrats. But all of that to say, 
it seems like no one really cares about the truth. Like they just care about getting their desired outcome. Caleb, why do you think why do you think that's true, or do you think that's true? Well, I think that um, just like when I think about people that care about like they just people just want what they want, and so yeah. like we get so focused on um, oh this is better, like in this example like oh like someone other than Donald like anyone but Trump right yeah um, but maybe like we well, yeah we just ignore the truth um, and we see that. Um, in the Bible, like, that's just an easy example when uh, there's just multiple occasions where Jesus calls out the Pharisees for not knowing truth, and it gets to the point where they're like, we don't really care about the truth. Uh, we just want this dude dead. Yeah. Um, and so this has been an age-old tradition yeah. in, the, in the human mind is to kind of ignore truth for what we want. Um, just because we know... Or we think that we know better than what truth says. Yeah. And we can kind of create our own truth, right? Yeah. And I think, too, the, the point I want to make ultimately is, like, we read these articles about Iran, and basically the Iran situation is two governments telling their people separate <laughs> versions of the truth, yeah. and they're conflicting. So we think that Iran is an aggressor. Iran thinks we're an oppressor. And it's just like this constant state of nobody knows actually who's at fault. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're both at fault. Maybe neither of us are at fault. And there's like culture stuff that we just don't understand about each other. But the point I want to make is when we read these articles and when we see the headlines and when we hear about Donald Trump and we hear about Iran and we hear about all these things, uh, we view it through a lens of like the lens that is presented to us. But we oftentimes excuse us from, from exactly what like – we, we are not immune to this. In fact, I do this almost every day. I tell myself a version of something that is not true. I, I do this all the time. So, like, I will get into conflict with somebody and then invent a conversation that we didn't actually have. And then I'm, like, telling myself that they perceive me in a way that they don't actually perceive me. And then it forces me to perceive them through the lens that I made them perceive <laughs> me. And all of a sudden, I built this villain in my head out of, like, my boss, or out of my yeah. friends, or out like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Do you think that uh, so like going back to like the like in your example like Iran versus America like yeah. two different perspectives? Do you think that people see that and they're like we don't know what the truth is? Yeah. Because that that kind of thing happens so often. Yeah. Uh, does that kind of force people to be like okay, so this is the truth I'm going to believe? And then that polarizes people because people are believing different truths because no one actually knows what the truth is. And people just hold on to what they believe. Yeah. Do you think I that's think, the case? Or? Totally. So, like, the, the biggest, the bigger problem to me is not that, um, it's not even that we're divided. It's that people are latching on to these versions of the truth mm -hmm. and refusing to engage in, like, honest discussion about it. And yeah. so, like... It's all fine and good to believe what you think is the truth and to act on it. Like, in fact, we, I think we should. We should seek truth and do it. The problem becomes whenever no one is able to have a discussion. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing about the Iran-America thing is, like, it is basically, like, it's basically a truth debate that has involved now nuclear weapons and entire armies, right? And, like, yeah. um, and we're not, I don't think we're at risk of, like, right now going to war with Iran, but it's, like, when, whenever governments play the game that we play, this is what happens. So, like, yeah. 
if I have an argument with somebody, it may result in a fist fight. But if if America has an argument with Iran, it may result in, in a war. And so, yeah, so like the stakes are so high. And because the world is trending towards this, like we two people who diametrically disagree can't have a conversation. It's now up to governments that are diametrically opposed now can't have a conversation. Uh, and that's that's a scary world. Mm-hmm. And so... Do you think that's a new problem? Like, people just not being able to... Not just not reconcile, but, like, just polarization in general. Like, people just being entrenched in their own opinions. Yeah, I think we've always been polarized. Um, I mean, there's always been a two-party system, basically, mm-hmm. in America. There's always been... Uh, People divide. I mean, we fought a civil war, right? Like yeah. that's we've we've always been polarized. I think it's not the case that we've we've been polarized to the point where we can't have a conversation. That seems to be new. Yeah. Because um, we we're we're taught we're always taught growing up, like, you know, you need to you need to work it out, talk, mm-hmm. share, all those things that we're taught, and then it's like all that stuff breaks down now. Whenever you, especially among college students, even like, I I don't understand the concept of. I go to college and I don't want to discuss certain ideas that I think are hateful. Yeah. It's like, I saw this on um, social media. The hashtag was punch Nazis. And I'm like, well, maybe, right? <laughs> but, but like also talk to Nazis and expose the fact that Nazism is like a ridiculous ideology. Yeah. Like it, the more Nazis talk, the stupider Nazism. And I just yeah. said stupider, so that, that may put me in a, in a position. But like... I think bad ideas always lose if they're if they're brought into the open, and it yeah. seems like we're not willing to talk to Iran. They're not willing to talk to us, and I guarantee there's some bad ideas floating in the air. Um, and it goes even more so to when you think about Democrats trying to impeach Trump. It's like there's bad ideas on both sides. We don't even know what the substance of this meeting was yet, yeah. and we're already moving towards impeachment because we we're unwilling to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess that's what I'm advocating, and I appreciate your question because it kind of got me there, is like more conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to I talk with somebody that I disagree with more than I want to talk about talk to somebody who's like a sounding board for my ideas because yeah. then I get in this echo chamber and I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't actually know what I believe because I haven't tested it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, that brings me to my last thing is precision of language. I was told yesterday that I need to be more precise in the way that I speak. Um, shout out to Becca Bennett if she listens to this. Um, although she did interrupt me to tell me that, so you know it was kind of a kind of a whole ordeal we had. Uh, Tanner was there, anyways. Um, and so basically, I, I want to not change the the goal of this podcast, but I definitely want to refine it, uh, and I want to refine it. In a very simple way, like I want to have this podcast be a place where we discuss relevant issues and discuss relevant issues for college students because the majority of people that listen are college students. But I want to do it in a way that allows us to actually refine our ideas. Um, The only way that I know how to do that is to talk to people that I'm going to have some disagreements with Mm -hmm. and to talk to some people that maybe I agree with more than I don't, uh, but but they challenge me on things that, that I believe. And so, yeah, that's going to be the goal of this podcast is learning. Uh, I'm someone who learns a ton, and, like, I want to learn how to follow Christ better every day. And I can't do that without discussing the relevant issues because we are, we're following Christ. If you're listening to this podcast, especially if you're a college student, you are following Christ 
in, in the debate about gun control that you yeah. hear all the time, and you're following Christ in uh, learning about sex trafficking, and you're following Christ as you date and as you uh, get married, hopefully, some of you. You're following Christ as you hear about feminism and sexuality. Like, you're following Christ in these issues, and if we don't talk about them, we actually, I think we miss, like, this whole cultural moment mm-hmm. where Christians have this amazing ability and um, opportunity to speak into these things. Yeah. With not just a Christian worldview, but a biblical worldview that like is more than just God loves everybody. It's like God loves everybody, but here's why, and here's his story of redemption. And so I'm going to try to be better about talking about those things because I, to be honest, I need to know how to follow Christ in these yeah. in these debates and in these moments uh, culturally. And I don't know that I've gotten there yet, and so we're learning together. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you're telling me that you have actual opinions about things and don't just love Jesus? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I do just love Jesus, but my love for Jesus means that I'm seeking truth in every area of my yeah. life. And so it's like, I, I don't understand the concept of, I just, I just love Jesus, and so I'm, I'm not going to form any opinions on anything. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest, I don't care if you guys, whoever's listening, hopefully people are listening, uh, line up with what I believe. Uh, although I think that most of the time I'm, I'm committed to the truth. Uh, not to say that I'm right. My opinions on a lot of things have changed over the years. But like, if you are not seeking truth and you're just loving Jesus, and like, that's that's the start. But I think because of who Christ is, he he forces us to confront these issues. And I would go a step further to say, with his command for us to be witnesses, uh, that means we can't not engage the world on yeah. their terms and be witnesses. Yeah. Like. We need, we need people who just love Jesus, who are great politicians leading, leading the world in a Christian way. We're, if, if you can't tell that we're missing people like that, like your, your eyes are not open. We need people who are invading these, these uh, circles where, um, yeah, where social issues are discussed, right? And we always talk, we joke about social justice warriors, but like we need people who are confronting social justice, but who love Jesus and like yeah. are radically transformed by the gospel, um, and we need them in Republican circles, and we need like we need them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if we're not doing that, um, then we're it, it transcends politics. It, it we have we have robbed ourselves of an opportunity to witness well. Yeah, because um, I don't think I mean obviously Jesus isn't living on the earth right now, but mm-hmm. I don't think that Jesus would just be kind of this like spiritual transcendent dude that just went around like giving hugs to people. Yeah. Like, he would have opinions. Like, yeah. Jesus loved the world, and he, like, wants the world to, like, look more like heaven, right? Totally. And so, like, if we have truth in Scripture and have truth just through our relationship with Christ, then, like, we're commanded to love the world, and we want the world to be a better place, too. Yeah. So, like, if we're just sitting here like, oh, I love Jesus, but, like, aren't actively using our truth to try and, like, yeah. change the world as much as... Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds. At least our world. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, and I think, too, like, we just, we, we are not going to be fully equipped to do that mm-hmm. unless we actually understand our culture. Uh, yeah. And so this is, that's the whole point of, like, this podcast is about faith and culture. Like, we want to see those intersect because they do intersect. And, like, people all day, every day are confronted with the issues of the world and, and without Christ, like, they're not going to be able to seek the truth on the level that we're talking about. And so, really, it just, like, it shocks me that 
these issues are being discussed from political standpoints and there's and the Christian ideology of the Christian faith is, is missing mm-hmm. because we claim to know the truth, right? And like, how do we claim to know the truth and not present it? I'm reminded of when Jesus is on trial before Pilate and he's already said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, right? And then Pilate's biggest question to Jesus is not just who you are. It's like, it's not just what have you done because he's on trial. It's he asked Jesus, the, the last question that Pilate asked Jesus is, what is truth? And so, like, that's an amazing moment where Pilate has basically the opportunity to ask the Messiah anything in the world uh, as he's about to play a part in crucifying Jesus. And his biggest question is, what is the truth? What, what is it? And, of course, we know that Jesus' answer is that he is truth, ultimately. Mm-hmm. But that him being truth does not end the discussion. It means because he is truth. There's, there's all this other stuff that follows after that of he wants to invade every area of our world and, and, and see people come to know him. And so mm-hmm. I think without having these discussions, we don't, we don't ever get to do that. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Well, uh, this is going to be a shorter podcast. What's our time at? 25. Oh, well, it's not going to be that short then. I thought it was like 12 minutes. No, I, we're at 25. Jeez. Um, well, this has been awesome. I do want to give a recommendation because I just read this book and it changed my life. Yeah. Um, in addition to not eating paint, which is important, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> seriously, don't do it. it. It will kill you. Lead poisoning. Um, yeah. I just read a book called Light in August by William Faulkner. Um, it is the most tragic, heart-wrenching book I may have ever read. I cried like a child at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as seeking truth... Is that's essentially what this whole book's like main theme was, was what is the what is the truth in identity? Like, what is our truest identity? And in, in, in this book's particularly, it's talking about racial identity. But how do are we defined by our race, or are we more than that? And are we defined by our actions? Because one of the the characters commits a, a horrible act, and then uh, we find out why he did it. And so there's there's a lot of seeking of truth in this book and it really got me thinking uh for this podcast but also just in general about what is the nature of who we are um and so in saying that i recommend the book highly it's a five out of five just amazing book but i also wanted to say if you're listening to this and i hope you are and you're struggling with your identity it may not be racially it may not be based on what what you've done it may be based on anything um the book doesn't actually answer the question I get to the end of Light in August, and I'm drying my tears, and I don't actually have an answer uh, to what is the truth of identity. And the beauty of the gospel, uh, the beauty of our faith, is that we have an answer to who we are because Christ has told us. Um, Christ has told us who we are. He's told us that we are loved, we are accepted, um, but that we are called to much, much more uh, in in the Great Commission. More and more. That was a perfect (laughs) moment, and I missed it, Caleb. Thank you for catching it. Thank you for catching it. Um, so with so that what's said, the name of the book? Light in August by William Faulkner. Great. Highly recommended. Um, and with that, how do we end these? I, I, I don't know how to begin. I don't know how to end. Um, oh, follow us on Instagram at right. The More More Podcast. You can follow me, although I'm, I'm largely off Instagram. Yeah. Uh, if you can find me, I don't even know if my, my username is searchable right now. At Hampton Harmon, if it is. If you want to see what we're doing, follow Shannon College on Instagram. Yeah, follow Shannon College. Oh. It's the best college ministry probably on planet Earth, I would say. I think maybe um, ever. But at least in uh, in the Shandon area at 5254th Drive, basically, it's the best at 5254th Drive. But I'm a little biased. Uh, there's a lot of great college ministries, but Shandon mm-hmm. is where best I work. Best college so. ministry in the history of college ministries, maybe ever. 
Ever, ever. Yeah. And so follow Ashton in college, follow at more and more podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Jeez, this is going to be a long, long season. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, King Caleb and Hampton out. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of the More and More Podcast. We're a podcast by Shannon College. If you want to know more, check us out at shannoncollege.com. If you have any questions about what you find there or need information on getting involved in a local church in your area, let us know. Our emails will be down in the description. We'd love to hear from you.